Welcome to the Lafkate podcast. Lafkate is a seasoned teacher of the Word of God, an author and pastor of Vision Impact Church, a thriving church in Ghana. And now, today's message. I'm speaking on what I have titled Destroy Delay with Supernatural Speed. Destroy Delay with Supernatural Speed. We have established from the beginning of the year, which we say we believe is the year of glory, that one of the things that must happen in this year of glory is supernatural speed. One of the things that need to happen, which we must receive from the manifestation of the glory is supernatural speed. So I have three aims on that destroy, delay, with supernatural speed. Number one, for us to understand that operating in the climate of glory produces speed. If we claim it's our year of glory, there must be the production of speed out of the glory. Number two, to make us aware of the benefits we derive when we operate with speed. Number three, to show us how to assess supernatural speed. These are the three aims of the message. I'm going to be teaching it not in that order. Ask how the Holy Spirit will lead me, I'll teach. This supernatural speed that will destroy delay is because of our theme scripture from Zechariah chapter 2, 3 and 4. While the angel who was speaking to me was living, another angel came to meet that first angel and said to the first angel, Run and tell that young man Jerusalem will be a city without walls because of the great number of people and animals in it. And I, God, myself, will be a wall of fire around Jerusalem, declares the Lord. And I will be its glory within. This church will be without walls. The walls around this church and your life will be the fire of the Lord. The Glory within will be the glory of the Lord and not darkness, says the Lord. Run and tell that young man means the young man was on speed. He was running. If the young man was taking his time and walking anyhowly, slowly, as if he was going backwards, there will be no need for an angel to be running. Remember in the book of Revelation, chapter 10, many times in Revelation, there was an angel who has one leg on the ocean and one on the land. That means angels are huge. Why should an angel be running? But you need speed God is always interested in people who are in in action. When you are doing something, God pays particular attention to you. 
in this month of new things, can God see you as somebody who is so much in a hurry to achieve something for his kingdom, to achieve something for your family, to achieve something for your life? Is God seeing you like that? Or are you doing things as you used to do them, the way you do them, and expecting to get a different result? In this season of glory, it is an atmosphere. And as long as you are connected to the declared word that we are in the season or in the year of glory, so shall manifest to you and for you what the glory brings in this season. Thank you. If you don't push yourself in this season of glory, the enemy will steal what is yours from you. If you don't push. The teacher I'm having is a woman in labor. And the midwife is standing there and saying, push. Push harder. Push again. She's tired. She wants to give up. If she gives up, she will die. Destroy, delay with supernatural speed, says the midwife who is God. It is not time to get tired. This is your beginning of push and push harder. Open your Bibles with me to John chapter 6 and verse 16 all the way to 19. All the way to 21 actually, which is my main scripture under consideration. John 6, 16 to 21. When evening came, evening came after Jesus had fed the over 5,000 men and women. When evening came, his disciples went down to the lake where they got into a boat and set off across the lake for Capernaum. By now it was dark and Jesus had not yet joined them. A strong wind was blowing and the waters grew rough. When they had rowed about three or four miles, they saw Jesus approaching the boat, walking on the water. And they were frightened. But he said to them, it is I. They saw Jesus, they were frightened because they saw a figure, but did not recognize that it was Jesus. And though they are so close to Jesus, every other thing puts panic in them. Their faith gets lost at the least evil or semi evil. Their faith gets lost. They saw a figure and they forgot the Lord is my shepherd. Therefore, I shall not want. They saw darkness approaching and they became so fearful. They forgot, fear not. For I am with you always. I will never leave you nor forsake you. They forgot. And so Jesus, this morning, as a good midwife, is reassuring them and us, it is I. I am. Do not be afraid. Then they were willing. 
when you get an assurance that Jesus Christ is Lord, you should have this willingness to speak. It doesn't matter how tired you feel. Then they were willing to take him into the boat and take note of, and immediately the boat reached the shore where they were heading. And immediately when they picked Jesus, all their struggle, they are laboring in the last four miles of the journey to keep rowing the boat with their paddles. It seems because Jesus was in their boat. When the glory is manifested, you receive speed. When Jesus comes into the boat of your heart, immediately the things that have hitherto delayed, they begin to see speedy progress. Because Hebrews chapter 1 and verse 3 says that Jesus is the radiance of God's glory. The appearance of Jesus manifests glory. Because he is the glory manifestation of God. The moment Jesus stepped into that boat where the disciples were struggling from January, when he stepped in it in February, suddenly, because he was the radiance of God's glory, the glory stepped into their trouble. And when the glory stepped into their trouble, the Bible says immediately, Quickly, swiftly, the struggle ceased and they landed where they were going without any struggle. May that be your story in the name of Jesus. Uh. Why do you need speed? Why? I'm giving you seven reasons quickly. Why? Do you and I, so it's not you against me together. Why do we need speed? Number one, we need speed because procrastination negates progress. Oh, I'll do it tomorrow. Oh, I'm too tired. I close work too late. Oh, I can't go and sell this thing. Yesterday they didn't buy. Normally they buy on Friday, so I won't go on Tuesday. When the glory steps into the boat, your reasoning must cease. The disciples will say, no, this is witchcraft. I mean, how did we leave point one and we got here without traveling? Normally you travel. No, 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 we disagree. We want to paddle. Procrastination negates progress. So if you want to see God taking you from point zero to point hero in this year of glory, then allow the glorious Lord Jesus Christ to help you to speed up. Hallelujah. Proverbs chapter 10 and verse 4. Lazy hands make for poverty. People who procrastinate, they show that they are lazy. People who are lazy, they delay in everything they do. We'll do it later. Oh, this morning I'm tired. I won't go to church. 
Oh, they said so winning. Let them go and win souls. Me, I can't go. You think it's you, but it's the enemy who you don't see with your eyes. He makes the suggestions and the flesh caves in. I made these simple examples. Apply it in every area of your life, your business, your education, anything. Apply that when you procrastinate, you foster progress. You think you are progressing. It's not you, it's for us. This morning I asked the Lord, can I ask the church to take me on? Because there are things I must finish this year. That they will say, Pastor, are you doing it? He has not answered me like I would have told you one. So it's not you alone. <laughs> I'm tired after church, really. You are not tired as long as you are living. God is able to strengthen you for the next journey you have to do. If you think like a lazy man, you get a lazy man's results. Because the lazy man is procrastinating and delaying and not going forward. The diligent man will not procrastinate. They are busy about what they are doing. And they are making sure they do it excellently, not somehowly. He said diligent hands will bring wealth. Number two. We need speed because operating with speed outwits the enemy or unsettles the enemy. When you are moving with speed, you bring confusion to the camp of the enemy. Speed that is based on the word of God. When you move according to the divine supernatural speed, you confuse the enemy. First Samuel chapter 17. 1 Samuel 17. I like to read from 48. The Bible says, As the Philistine, who is Goliath, moved closer to attack him, David ran quickly. Underline David ran quickly, if it's your Bible. If it's your phone, you can still highlight. And don't highlight and leave it. <laughs> Operating with supernatural speed outwits or unsettles or confuses the enemy. As Goliath approached, David ran quickly toward the battle line to meet him. Reaching into his bag and taking out a stone, he slung it and struck the Philistine on the forehead. The stone sank. It's not the stone, but it's the attitude of, the, of David right from the word go. Remember, all the men who called him a boy for 40 days, they couldn't go to the battle line. All the Israelite soldiers, when he got there and he was ready to run, people will always want to bring you discouraging words. You have never made a million cities before. In fact, you have never made 100,000. In fact, some of us have never seen a thousand together before. And then you got up this month and you spoke a big fat word. I'm doing a business, and this year I will make a hundred thousand cities. And you dare to maybe tell a friend. And they did to you what David's own brothers were doing to him. You just came here to watch the war. Your big mouth. And the enemy will be hooting at you. Who do you think you are? You little handsome boy. Handsome girl. You little beautiful boy. They call you all manner of names. But it doesn't matter what the enemy is whispering in your ear. You want to go forward. He said, don't go. 
and you agreed with him. But the, notice, church, the more you are hearing negatives about your life, it means you are on God's side. <laughs> that one is powerful. Anytime you think of doing something or you are doing something, and all, don't wait for people to be applauding you. When nobody is applauding you, when nobody is telling you you can do it, when nobody is telling you you are doing well, hallelujah, know that God is applauding you from heaven. Know that you are walking on the lane with God. That is why the enemy wants to discourage you. And so the Bible says, David ran quickly and he, he slung his stone. And as he threw that, that, that stone, it went straight. It is his attitude that I am able to run with supernatural speed. And I'm able to overcome the enemy. And I'm able to be victorious and triumphant in this year of glory. It is his attitude. God is looking for people as such. People who are saying, it doesn't matter how hard it is. I am running. I will overcome. I will overtake. I will possess my possessions in this year of glory. It doesn't matter how difficult it's looking. It doesn't matter. I don't have the capital. I have an idea. With that idea, I shall win. Then the anointing falls on your attitude. And anointing will turn you from a defeatist into a winner in the name of Jesus. Amen. Speed is the essence of victory in any war. Speed is very, very important for victory in any battle you are facing. Example, October 7, 2023, Israel woke up to a very sad story. The world was shaken. Hamas, who considers them enemies, suddenly, with all the ability, technological ability of Israel, suddenly they were taken by surprise. That is how the enemy takes us by surprise. That is how in the, why in this church I'm always urging us. When we call for corporate prayer, drag yourself. Force yourself. Move. Say, but pastor, I can pray in my house. Oh, sure. That prayer is very good. But there's something about corporate prayer. I'll tell you zillion stories, but there's no time for stories. I want to teach you the word of God. The devil fears. The other time we sat in church, just two people, and I said, let's hold hands and pray. The devil fear, a satanist said, anytime they the satanist, now a Christian, he was a satanist, now a powerful Christian. He said, anytime they go to a community and they see Christians holding hands, they can't penetrate that community. <laughs> Hallelujah. The Christian can be praying alone, but the, the Christian that holds hands and is praying, he said, they are dangerous to the witches and wizards. They can't stand them. So don't exempt yourself from corporate prayer. Prayer and the word of God gives a speed over the surprises of the enemy. You see, the devil is always pulling surprises like the Hamas. Israel had everything, that thing shouldn't have happened. That they killed the Jewish people in mass. That they raped their women. That they slaughtered them like animals. What happened? The enemy always pulls surprises. That is why we need to be like David. So that we are on speed in every spiritual thing. Reading the word of God, studying the word of God, praying. 
doing good to one another, loving our enemies, anything God has said, we do it with speed. So that when the enemy pulls surprises, we have already outwitted him. Hallelujah. The, the, as you read the story that happened, we wouldn't have known the word with speed. One of the terrorists that died, they found a map on him. And on that map, they plotted out everything they were going to do and how they have to do it swiftly. So it was swiftness that took Israel by surprise. When you work with speed, you outwit, unsettle, confuse the enemy, no matter what he brings against you. Number three, number three, operating with speed averts calamity. That is, prevents disaster. And I like this story about the woman called Abigail. First Samuel chapter 25. And I like both men and women to listen to this very well. Destroy, delay with supernatural speed. When you operate with speed, number two, it will outwit the enemy. You will confuse him. Number three, it will avert calamity. That means it would prevent any calamity. In every area, so be applying it. In which area do I need to avert calamity? In which area? First Samuel chapter 25. I'm reading from verse 15, 18. Abigail acted quickly. Look in your Bible. I'm not telling you what. I'm reading exactly what is there. Abigail acted quickly. She took 200 loaves of bread, two skins of wine, five dressed sheep, Five sears of roasted grain, a hundred cakes of raisin, two hundred cakes of pressed figs, and loaded them on donkeys. This is verse 18. Interesting, eh? The question I ask myself is, from the time her servant told her, when you read the story, you can read all. Her servant told her that if you don't ask quickly, David will come and destroy all of us. Because when we were taking care of our sheep, this David with his 600 men, they were a shield around us. The man is not a bad man. For how many months we were in the, world, in the bush, they didn't hurt us. And we did not lose any of our animals. So. And David has sent to come to my master and ask him just for a few loaves of bread for him and his men. And my master, who is a wicked man, that is the servant. How, how do people see you? Are you wicked or you are kind? Will you hear the word of God? Just apply it. And my master, who is a wicked man, he insulted David. Madam, if you don't act quickly, this David, he is a warrior. When he comes, Nabal is dead, we are all dead. And the Bible says, Abigail listened. But the question I ask myself is, did you see the things Abigail was loading? What, when did he have, she, when did she have the time to make bread, to kill five animals? Of course, she was not doing it by herself. Her servants were there. What time frame? Because remember, time was of essence. David will come. If you don't move quickly, we shall all die. Abigail is a woman of speed. 
a woman of tenacity, a wise woman, a woman who knows what to do when it ought to be done, a woman who's, who, who is just so affable. If she was not affable, the servants cannot go to her and say, Madam. And she gave attention and said, I'm listening. I'm all ears. Are you like that? Are you like that? Can people approach you freely? Maybe your deliverance is in the month of somebody you are not respecting. Maybe your word is in the month of a young person, of a poor person. Are you ready? Are you affable? I can learn a lot from Abigail because it means everybody was running Hector Skelter because Madame said, when I speak in this church, we must listen. Oh, how God will be happy. I can imagine God sitting on a throne on our church alone and saying, look at them. Their pastor is a lady, but when she says something, all the men are running. All the men were running, killing donkeys, anything they can kill. He said, she was saying, fast. This year we are running with supernatural speed. I said, this year we are running with supernatural speed. God bless you for listening to this message. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. Until next time, remember, Jesus came that you may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows.